Hi, I'm Paul Patrick, and one of my teeth, an adult molar, has been featured in dental textbooks. And I am Van Kelly, and I am not comfortable with the amount of gray hair I have for my age. What is happening and welcome to our show, Every Day I'm Different, a podcast celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you an insight into our lives through personal stories on a variety of topics. Uh, Paul, do you want to go first with your topic today or would you like me to? First of all, Paul, how are you doing? I'm feeling pretty good. Really pepped up. Had some coffee this morning been awake since uh, only this morning well, I, i'm not a caffeine drinker um interesting say that for a fact okay one of but, my future uh, topics is going to be coffee oh cool cool yeah. got a lot of opinions but okay. uh, i've only been up since 8 30 but that's the earliest i've been up for like three weeks so wow very lazy of you yeah oh slothful <laughs> slothful yeah uh i'm doing all right uh got you know so, some time off and i have been uh hoarding some Pain medication for my hip. Uh, tomorrow is the day Avengers Infinity War comes out on digital release. Oh. I am looking forward to it. Like, you know, because of uh, my recent medical conditions, I don't drink as much. I can't drink as much. Yeah. So for me, this is like I'm, I'm like a, a college kid getting ready to go on spring break. Nice. Yeah. The life of, a, of an old single guy. That's how we party. <laughs> so old. So, uh, so, yeah, go ahead, man. What's your topic? I have no idea what it's going to be. I'm raring to talk about it. So my topic comes from an event that occurred last week. It's voyeurism. Voyeurism. <laughs> and I guess you can't talk about voyeurism without talking about exhibitionism. I okay. suppose. So, well, actually, you can. I guess you could, yes. And it's a crime. Uh, I, that is part of my question. That's part of my Oh, topic. okay. So, all right. So last week, uh, Wednesday night, uh, around 2 a.m., I was trying to get to sleep, and I was being disturbed by a discussion that was happening outside my window. Uh, I live on the by third By two pigeons. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I live on the third floor of an apartment, and the apartment building right next to mine is right across from a really narrow alley. Okay. Um, the people who live there, if I opened my window, I could hand them a cup of sugar. Super close. Ooh, okay. Like like typical 1920s New York yes, City. Absolutely. Norman Rockwell paintings. That's style. exactly. And that's, Do you guys hang your laundry across the... I mean, only my underwear. Only your underwear? Yeah, and as you're going to find out, my neighbor would love that. Okay, wow. Now, also, there's barely any soundproofing there, and my bed is right on that wall. Okay. So I hear stuff before, but I've never heard this neighbor. But I heard this neighbor talking to somebody down on the street all of a sudden. I don't know how they started talking. I don't know how the discussion began. But in the course of events, it turns out that my neighbor right across the street uh, right across the alley, rather, was talking to this woman down on the street who lives on the other side of the street. Okay. So, you know, my apartment is right next to this other neighbor on the alley, and then this other woman apparently lives across the street from both of us. Gotcha. And it comes out that my neighbor enjoys watching the woman on the street have sex with her boyfriend. 
Okay. And my neighbor, the neighbor down on the street uh, across the way is thrilled to hear this. She is super excited. She says, oh my God, we always try to have sex right by the open window. And I've always hoped that somebody would see me. And it really, really turns me on. And that is awesome. I'm so, And my neighbor gets even more excited. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad you like it. Okay. I've got these crazy nice binoculars. And I'm always looking in people's windows. And my boyfriend says it's really creepy and I shouldn't do it. But my philosophy is if their window is open, then that's an invitation for me to look in. And I've always been trying to look in. And the woman across the street says, fantastic. I will send you a Facebook message the next time my boyfriend and I are about to have sex because I would love for you to watch. Uh, it, it Usually it happens late Tuesday night. I can't wait. And, and that I've got to say, that is creepy. What a creep <laughs> that boyfriend is for saying she shouldn't be doing that. He's the creep, huh? Trying he to shut things is down. the creep. Yeah. In this story, at least. Sure. Not all boyfriends are the creeps all the time. Most of the time. But still. Now, this discussion absolutely kept me awake. And yes. um, I absolutely, when I had a chance, I looked out the window. I've actually never even seen my neighbor. I always keep the, the blinds completely closed there yeah. because, A, I am not at all an exhibitionist. Right. So, you know, that's my bedroom. That's my bed. I have never looked across the way and never heard this neighbor either. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to get a peek out the window. And um, from my window, it looks like I can just barely see the woman across the street, the exhibitionist. Yeah. Um, and so, A, yeah, no doubt that on Tuesday I am going to be checking out across the street, seeing if there's anything to see, because I am a voyeur. But Really? Oh, absolutely. Oh, love wow. watching people. Love okay. watching people. Not at all an exhibitionist, but, right. you know, love now, checking people out. Now, for <laughs> muggles like myself, the mm-hmm. uninitiated, uh, uh Perverted side of life, perverted not in a bad way, but yeah. just the unorthodox. Sure. To bring a religious term into it. Um, voyeurism does not always entail watching sexual acts. It is just people watching when they do not know. Well, I was curious about that. And okay. the absolute definition of voyeurism is uh. the practice of gaining sexual pleasure from watching others when they are naked or engaged in sexual activity. So if we're talking voyeurism, we are talking strictly sexual. Okay. And I would say that my voyeurism is strictly sexual. Okay. Now, I guess what I wanted to talk about was, you know, your reaction to voyeurism and kind of the general public Um, and whether or not, A, you know, you think it's creepy, illegal, you know, those kind of things. (laughs) Uh, To be honest, Paul, I have never given it a thought. Interesting. And that, uh, you know, that says a lot of things. Yeah. Okay, one, uh, let me back up here because in a a way similar to like when you're a young boy or a young girl, I don't know, I can't speak, but like when you were starting to masturbate and stuff, it's it's like you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. You couldn't talk about it. Sure. You had no vocabulary. You had no basis for anything. Right. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to experiment. Oh, luckily, not luckily, that sounds poorly worded, but, you know, for me... Uh, 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 it worked out after looking at Playboy. And I was like, this feels good for me, and that's what I'm going to go with for the rest of my life. Okay. That was comfortable, and that's good, and that's where I am and everything. 
as I got older and I did have a sexual vocabulary and I started to find out what I liked and what I didn't like, I feel like some of those fringe categories like voyeurism almost in a retrograde way were approached by me and maybe by others in that same way as like first developing masturbation. And I say that because I watch, I have watched one person or one couple ever. I've been a voyeur once in my life. It was in Mexico. We were on spring break. Uh, you know, I didn't get laid every night I was there. And one night I was stumbling around Okay. and it was late at night, like two thirty, three AM. And there was a couple who had brought a, a chair onto the middle of the beach they thought no one was around and I could see them. So I watched for two or three minutes. I didn't tell anybody until yeah. right now. Yeah. And I never thought about it again. I didn't feel bad for doing it. If I wanted to stay, I would have. I, But I just didn't talk about it. It was, it was like if I had masturbated to those Playboy magazines yeah. and it didn't work out for me. Right. I... I, I I just would have forgot about those Playboy magazines. I wouldn't have been yelling at people. Why are you looking at those Playboy magazines? <laughs> oh, you done, you, you evil bastard. Or, yeah. or, you know, like, oh, everybody's got to. Everybody's got to try it. It would just been off my radar. So I think that's where voyeurism fell for me. It's just off my radar. You know, I've never had anybody talk to me about it. I've never had anybody ask. I've had never had girlfriends who were either comfortable enough to ask or didn't mm-hmm. ask. So it's off my radar. So I think there's a lot of directions I could go with this. Um, it's curious that it's off your radar because, A, I kind of had a theory. I, I almost feel like I don't know anybody who doesn't say, oh, yeah, I like watching people. Now, Oh, I love watching people. Yeah. But I gain no sexual gratification out of it. Okay. That's I, interesting. See, I'm like, you know, one of our favorite movies, Wonder Boys. Yeah. I like, I like – you know, where's this guy? Who's this guy going to see? What's their backstory? I like making up nonsense, you know, crazy, kooky shit about people. So it's almost when like I, when, you, they, when they're in their element, they don't know you're watching. But I'm not, you know, there's You nothing. like to watch on a clinical level. Like you just want to see. Yes. Oh, absolutely. How does that work? Absolutely. And so would you call that voyeurism? According to the definition you looked up on your beautiful computer there, <laughs> No. I will say there's other definitions that are not necessarily sexual. It seems that voyeurism is, that is primarily a hundred and eighty percent different than well, what you just said. I, I know it's like they say it's generally intimate behaviors or uh-huh. other actions considered to be of a private nature. So well, if you there can we, be shades of gray there. Think I, think, I think we need to stick to the sexual term. Yeah, right now. if you think of me concocting some funny story about some bozo in a polo walking down the street that I don't like, <laughs> that's an intimate situation between yeah. me and. Bradley or Taylor, whoever he is, you know, that's, that's sure. I'm a voyeur, I guess, but there's no tingle in my dingle if, (laughs) if, you know, to quote Joe. But I feel like almost everybody I talk to even says, yeah, I get a sexual charge out of watching others. Uh, And I had a theory. I was wondering if it was something about the internet generation. No, if you had had a a gun to your head and a million dollars on the line, would you have guessed I was? Not necessarily, actually. Okay. You know why? Um, what, what about me comes off as not the voyeur type? You know, it's really weird. This is going to sound weird, but yeah. I often don't consider other people's sexuality as different from my own. But I also don't assume anything. So yeah. you know, and this is kind of uh, this may come off even homophobic, but. I can't find men attractive or think about men's sexuality. It's very like I almost can't sympathize with other men's sexuality because it seems. Oh, how do you feel about some of the stuff I say? Then? Oh man, yeah. But uh, 
Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I would have said, yeah. I, I think I would have said, yes, you were a voyeur, if only because it's what generally I hear people saying. Yeah. That's but what, that, that's, that would, that I'm not what surprised. I'm not surprised for what you're saying. Based yeah. off of your experiences, you would have guessed with the, the odds. So what is your reaction to my saying, oh, yeah, Tuesday night, I'm absolutely going to leave my blinds open, turn off the light and, and check things uh, out? Well, that's a very unique situation because yeah. if I am to believe you, which I do, the woman was a participant and asked for it and declared out Key loud point. That, she, point. that she was OK with it. So yes. it's a victimless crime. Yeah. You know, it's to me, it's like I'm going to. So if your neighbor had been like, hey, I'm going to. Uh, uh, smoke some marijuana up in my apartment Tuesday night. Come by if you want. I'm going to smoke and then go to bed like an hour later. And yeah. You can walk home. Yeah. Eh, victimless crime. Who the sure. fuck cares? Well, I mean, and I would even say not a crime at all because she's giving her consent. And I think yeah. that the, I, I have to think the biggest. I just said crime point. because I think all right. the books in the state of Virginia. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Now, what do you think of my neighbor saying, "Oh, I've got these awesome binoculars. If a person leaves their window open, that's an invitation." What do you think of that? Absolutely. Oh, you're saying even if it hadn't been that particular person, right. somebody leaves their window. She apparently open. has always been looking in people's windows. Um, I disagree because similar to the vein as there's a whole category of it in most states, you know, law books about crimes of passion. Yeah. So in the throes of passion, you know, I've had sex with like the stove on and something cooking but I'm not saying that that is an okay way to do it. It just yeah. happened. So I think without a doubt, you know, normal people, not me. I like my shades drawn all the time. I like to live like a vampire. <laughs> but I know tons of people, you know, who like the open airiness of lots of windows and stuff like that. Yeah. And if the mood hits you, the mood hits you. I don't think that's an open invitation. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's big on consent. But how about this? So, um, again, I'm a voyeur. If someone keeps their windows open, I might look. I think that if I knew that they didn't know. You will watchdog you. I know. <laughs> but Watch I've got a situation from when I was in college. Uh, one year, my dorm window on the third floor of a building looked across a courtyard. And because of the way our dorms were set up, there was yeah. basically only one window over there, one window on my side. Right. And uh, a girl lived in the dorm across the way. And uh, I think that her mirror must have been right in front of her window because when she would get dressed, she would check herself out in the mirror often. Yeah. And I would mostly notice because on like Friday and Saturday nights, I loved this. Yeah. She would get dressed up in whatever she was going out to the frats in and she would dance in the mirror so she could check out how she looked while she was dancing. Right. Which I thought was great. Yeah. Um, now, I never masturbated to watching her. Did I check her out and have hopes like, oh, maybe she'll sometimes check herself out naked in the mirror or something? Of course. And there was one time a buddy of mine was visiting and we were just hanging out and I noticed she was about to get dressed. And so I said, quick, hit the lights. And we turned off the lights and, and watched in the darkness. <laughs> kind of creepy maybe, but was that immoral or wrong or illegal of us? Were we peeping Toms at that point? Uh, can you be a peeping Tom from within your own residence? That's a good question. A I feel like if question. you're looking into somebody else's, you know. No, I mean, we didn't there have, are no laws. Ah, there are laws. I'd be super I, curious. In your own 
house. I don't see how people can't tell you to look a certain direction out of your own home. Yeah. That seems illogical to me. Now, I haven't done enough research on this, right. but according to good old Wikipedia, voyeurism is not a crime at common law. In some countries, voyeurism is considered to be a sex crime. Uh, in the U.S., video voyeurism is an offense in nine states. Well, that's, yeah, gotta be. Yeah. Gotta be. Now, now, funny, I wanted to say this before, but I have a similar story, although the ending plays out quite differently. Okay. Uh, I was helping a buddy move into college one time, and we and it was a very affluent college, uh, and he moved into this very nice uh, apartment complex, and we had moved everything in, and we were going out that evening in the, in the city the, uh, it, this college was in. And as he was getting ready and everything, I was on his porch smoking a cigarette. And on the third floor of the building across, uh, a very attractive uh, girl was getting dressed and topless at times. Okay. But after within a minute of noticing this, my mind went to, oh, I'm going to go tell her and hit on her. And I did and invited her out for drinks later and she did come out. Nothing came of it. But that's where my mind went. I, I was I got more out of using it as like a jump off point or an interaction, a conversation than I would have if I would have stayed and watched. Okay. Not that I have a problem with that. Yeah. It just, that's the direction I took. Okay. In the same, nearly the same situation. Uh, yeah. And that, although I was not living there and I was leaving in two days. So right. Slightly different. <laughs> well, I tell you Tuesday night, um, probably gonna you know i will keep an eye out but for me it really is the consent is sexy thing i mean if i left are you gonna get real romantic with you gonna pour yourself like a nice merlot and make dinner and light some candles (laughs) well no candles obviously i gotta be sitting in darkness oh right Uh, (laughs) i don't think i don't have the mind of a voyeur these things don't here's an interesting question Mm -hmm. she's clearly given her consent to my neighbor but is she has she given open consent, would you say? Uh, I think if you are on public grounds yelling it at three AM <laughs> uh, She did say she It's left one of those great areas. I, I would argue logically that person wouldn't mind who watched, but in yeah. a court of law if she had a turn of a, a heart or a different feeling about it later. Yeah, you could argue it the other way. So who knows? I mean, I'm not going to have my you know we need more camera lens set up. We or need anything. more stringent voyeur, voyeur, and voyeurism laws. Perhaps, yeah, is what is what we need. Well. So really, that uh, you know, and we'll bring this up in another episode. Uh, I did want to talk about it though. I'm curious. If porn and uh, free porn and online porn and stuff like that has lessened that over the years, made it more uh, ubiquitous over the years, or you mean like be- lessened voyeurism? Voyeurism, but specifically, question, but yeah. specifically also where a topic I want to talk about is the whole step sibling, stepmother, oh stepfather, yeah, uh, a craze, yeah, that is seen just everywhere. It is, uh, yeah, that's. We need to not talk about that yet. We have have lots of opinions on that. Yes. All right. So you want me to hop over to my topic? Yes. Let's go for it. Okay. I want to talk, Paul, about stereotypes. Stereotypes? Stereotypes. What? what? Okay. Stereotyping. Stereotypes. Not one in particular. Okay. All stereotypes. Just going to settle in for the next two hours while we explore this. My first question to you is... Are you a stereotype or stereotypes? And if so, 
what stereotypes do you think you are? That's a good question because I, I feel like in the past I've prided myself on not being a stereotype. You know, I think uh, we were raised in the generation of march to the beat of your own drum. You can do anything. You're an individual. You're the mm-hmm. best. Uh, Reagan's America. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I was going to say John Keating's America from okay. uh, Dead Poet Society. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, but, oh, sure. I'm absolutely a stereotype in a lot of ways. You're choosing the right to exercise your right not to walk. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Which Gold is, uh, Street. Mr. So, Gold Street, right? Right. And right. that dude was such a stereotype. <laughs> Fuck that kid. <laughs> Mr. Dalton. I like a Dalton. Not, yeah. not Gold Street. Not right. over Street. Gold Street was it. They all were stereotypes. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the movie is just dripping. Thin, thinly drawn characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we're all stereotypes of ourselves. And uh, but that's, be careful that's, who that's you pretend to be. That's a Proustian answer. I want... I want if somebody else looked at you, yeah. If the average Joe Schmo, Jane Schmain America, okay, looked at you, do you think you would fall into a stereotype? Do you think they would see you as one? I'm not asking how you see yourself. I'm asking more from like a superficial examining yourself superficially. Yes, yeah. you know the truth about your actions and why you sure, do that. yeah. But when other people look at you, that's a good question. I know I'm full of them. Baby. I am obsessed with how. Uh, well, maybe not obsessed, but I am always eternally curious on how I am perceived and perceptions of myself. If someone just looked at me, would they, are you saying they'd be able to guess certain personality traits? Yes. Probably. Okay. Yeah. And what yeah. stereotype, what, what are we talking about here? Um, just because of my fucking glasses, I oh, bet okay. some people would maybe guess a general. Which are those called? Horn grim for the people. At yeah, home? the dark like black hipster glasses. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, maybe some people might guess I had some sort of quote intellectual job, and maybe just by the clothes I wear, might be able to guess the music that I like or okay. the the things that I do in my spare time. They might not be shocked that we have a podcast, that kind of okay. thing. Yeah. Whoa. Really making it personal. <laughs> this is about you. Let me deconstruct myself in a second. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I bet I fit into certain stereotypes. Okay. Yeah. Now, you said you pride yourself on not being certain stereotypes. What ones are now, do, when you say that, are you actively avoiding stereotypes? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, Told you. Yeah. Yeah. Like In a good mood, baby. The hipster stereotype. Okay. I mean, do I want to be a stereotype? My initial reaction is the whole, I don't want to be a, a member of a club who'd have me as a right. member, that kind of shit. I have a cousin who argues part of the stereotype of our generation is declaring we don't have stereotypes. Sure. And we don't, yeah. Right, exactly. But we all fit into certain boxes. Right, right. All right, let's yeah. skip all that. We are all yeah. something. Is sure. it possible not to be right. something? So, right. But on the one hand, I uh, issue certain qualities of the the hipster stereotype, and yet I also have ordered artisanal toast recently. <laughs> so recently, yeah, yeah. How a couple was weeks that ago. artisanal toast? Delicious. Really, it was this thick cut brioche. Okay, uh, house made butter and jam. <laughs> and uh, did I pay six bucks for toast? Yes. But is was it, it delicious? Does not seem, oh wait, wait. Was that just one serving? It's two slices of toast. Oh, and like a I couple thought you ramekins. ordered like a whole thing from off uh, online somewhere. Oh no, not like a toast kit. No. Yeah, okay. This was at a coffee shop in okay. Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's not too bad. Ordered artisanal toast. My okay. uh, my girlfriend had 
Uh, it was like mint and honey and housemade mm-hmm. orange marmalade. I mean, it was yeah. fancy, you so, know. But I've got friends who are right. like, "Fuck that shit." Artisanal toast is so, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I guess there are a couple different categories we could explore here. Is what are some some like <clears throat> characteristics of the stereotype you think most people would or you would fall into? that you just do not like and you actively avoid? And then are there characteristics of your stereotype where you're like, eh, I wouldn't mind doing that, but I'm going to try to actively avoid it because I don't want to be that guy. Maybe I'd have to like look up a list of hipster stereotypes to tell you, like if I say hipster stereotypes, what do you think of? I think of the glasses. Okay. Which you are wearing. Yeah, we can't get around that. I think that. of those stupid fucking lumberjack shirts, which you are wearing. I mean, it's comfortable. <laughs> right. I got so I've always worn plaid. Okay. I've always, it's always been. Okay. It's I not new. Um, I think of, this one's very specific. I think of like, and I'm, I'm only concentrating on men here. And for selfish reason, reasons, I find hipster chicks very attractive. Sure. And, you know, the pixie idea. Oh, yeah. I'm all over that. Yeah. So, but for guys, I think of like uh, uh, the beard wax and different beard stuff. You know, like I do think that shit is. Stu- I have a beard, but okay. uh, goat Van Dyke at least a uh-huh. goatee. But uh, I have always thought that the crazy beardness uh, is too much. Okay, like I trim my beard, and that's the extent of it. Do you trim and shave with like special uh, shaving no. club leather no. strap straight razor shit? No, I, I I would be lying if I would say I hadn't. Those hadn't caught my eye before, uh-huh. but I've never, I've never taken the plunge. Right. Have I used beard oil yes. that somebody gave me? Yeah, uh-huh. but I've never sought it out. Do you have a childlike whimsy <laughs> when you see things that may not work well but are old? Yeah. And you do. I love Wes Anderson movies, so okay. yes. Okay. Like, so, right. like, if you had a very nice but typical-looking mountain bike, like a Huffy, or like a banana boat. You would go for the banana boat. Well, you know I can't ride a bike, so I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, I forgot. Yes, <laughs> no, you're no. a bike rider. That's true. All right, if you had your stereotypical, like, um, what's his name, old man? Hemingway rowboat. Yeah. Or a paddle, like a the kind you sit in and, and paddle. Oh, Hemingway. You yeah, I'd go oh, with really? Hemingway. Sure. Okay, yeah. See, I... I Fall into these stuff. Star- oh, like, intellectual. Do I like intellectual. vintage stuff? You knew Hemingway. You are yeah. an elitist. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Am I going to drink a frozen, like neon green strawberry daiquiri, or am okay. I going to make an old fashioned Hemingway daiquiri? Make the old fashioned Hemingway daiquiri because okay. it's it's I like it better. Right. You know? Okay. So you stray away from the kitschiness that is hipsterism. I hope so, just because I don't care. Okay. Which is another stereotype. Right, yes. Hipsters don't care about much. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, I I mean, I'm not actively trying, I don't think. It's just I like what I like. And I also, maybe that is one quality of hipsters. Do hipsters typically hate shit? Like they... Um, they, they don't, things. they don't like the, the new popular stuff. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I believe, I think I don't actively do this other than it's just my philosophy. Like let people like what they like. If, if I wanted to, you know, use beard oil and right. a banana seat, to whatever that was, uh, then yeah, go for it. But if I want to eat artisanal toast and, uh, yeah. Again, I agree. But 
if if we took that attitude towards everything, we would not have a podcast. We yeah. would all be singing Kumbaya together. That's <laughs> that's not the case. You know, we, for whatever reasons, dislike certain aspects of stereotypes. Oh. Uh, and I say that with one with hand, but stereotype. I'm sure on the other, you, you can bring something up and I'll be like, oh, fuck that shit. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Myself, I, I, I like what you said. I also actively uh, take pride in trying to avoid falling into a stereotype, especially in uh, certain areas, I feel like. I'm curious what you think your stereotype is because I've got one for you in my head. Well, I but. mean, on on paper, I'm I'm just like a hippie, like a, a huge, dirty, disgusting hippie. But I can't stand so many aesthetic and like lifestyle choices that they make. Yeah, that I actively like. I think if you listen to a type of music. And only wear the type of clothes that associate with that type of music. Yeah. You're a crazy person. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing it for that reason. If you're doing it for that reason, yeah, I guess. See, I'm super curious now. What is it that you think about you as hipster? Not, excuse me, hippie on paper. I'm, uh, to a certain degree, and there will obviously be contrary points uh, and evidence to, to, to show that refute this, but I, for the most part, am, am try to be a minimalist. Okay. Like I can't help that. Maybe my family has money and they give me shit all the time. I'm not the kind of person to look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Which, uh, I had no idea your family had money. I mean, not tons of money, but more than average enough to give me stuff that I would never buy myself. My next topic will be personal loans. Anyway. (laughs) Um, and Oh man, where was I going with that? Oh, like a minimalist, you know, I, I own, like I bought silverware once five years ago and I'm down to like three spoons and two forks and a butter knife and that sort of shit just doesn't bother me. I can go, you know, I can wipe my ass with paper towels for a month and it doesn't bother me. Shit like that. I, I check out, I, I don't vote. I try to avoid taxes as long as possible. I like being off the grid. I hate the fucking man. Stuff like that. Okay. See, I, I, I don't see you as a hippie and I'm not hearing hippie in what you're saying necessarily. What are you hearing? Um, is it, is it a hippie characteristic to not care about those things or is it just like like min- I don't think of minimalism when I think of hippies. Oh, that's what the dropout is. The tune in, tune out, drop or tune in, drop out, whatever the saying was from the, that's what dropout right. was. Drop out of being a part of the society that values things that you have to have a living room with a love seat that you will use once a month. Like okay. no you don't. No no you don't. Okay, rejection of the conventions of society. I'm looking up characteristics of a hippie right fucking now. Okay. Because right. like it's like is is not replacing your silverware being a hippie or just Two. lazy? Absolutely. It's right. I mean hippie, like, there's a difference between are... laziness and uh, aggressive dropping out. Yes. Yeah. I would say that's true. Uh, what I, what are some other stereotypes? Hit me. I'll, All right, so here's uh, I don't know who this is, but listing the yeah. eight main characteristics. It's probably of the like hippie. a fish fan on a sure. on strangedesign.net. 
Number one, rejection of the conventions of society. I hate society, man. Everything you people do annoys me. The conception of love that had the hippies was opposed to the monogamous and restricted idea that was had at the time. So, Marriage is stupid. You all infuriate. Monogamy is a separate next episode topic okay. to give you a preview. Ooh, nice. um, number two, appearance. Uh, one See, of the ways they rejected reject. convention is through their appearance. That's but you don't look like a hippie. No, not at all. Yeah. I take care of myself very well. That's that's uh, and that's a choice. Free love. If it feels good, do it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. They're symbols of peace and love. Yeah, so I wish. See, I wish. You're failing this test. What? How am I? Wait, 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 wait. Which ones am I failing? I, do you display active symbols of peace and love? Oh, do I display them? No, but, right. but Paul, you know I want them. I hate confrontations. I cannot stand fighting. Okay. I like being the center of attention with a differing view. Yeah. But I see. I don't equate differing views and debating and making jokes and poking fun at people. With, as as like the antithesis of peace and love. To yeah. me, that's part of it. Making smi- making people smile is part of it. Okay. That's I, an interesting I, philosophy. Dude, I wish everybody got along. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And it pisses me off they don't. Fuck you people too who don't sure. get along with other people. All right. Travel. Hitchhiking, rides to travel, uh, rarely planning a trip in advance, not caring we've, about we've money done or reservations. Episode, we've done. We talked about travel. Yeah, we've yeah. done, and, and you know that's another thing. Like, I, I myself, again, my family may have money, but I myself don't have money. And when I travel, I like to travel like a king, so I don't travel that much. Okay. No, I can't travel like a hippie. The way they bebop around, and no, no. Spiritualism and religions. As oh, no religion, but I yeah. am one of the most spiritual people I know. So they prefer. Against conventional religious organizations, but promoting uh, spiritual experience, especially espoused by Hinduism and Buddhism. Um, I, I don't want to attach my name to any sponsors like Hinduism or sure. Buddhism who. Oh, we may need to talk about us. big religion. I mean, yeah. even like not even that big, but Wicca. Right. No, totally. Oh, and that's what I mean by that. spirituality. Uh, you know, time alone, reflection on self, stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge Drug spiritual use. Guide. Obviously, you check the box on that. We don't have to talk about it. Avengers Infinity War yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. But don't text me. Don't call me. Don't email me. I won't fucking answer. But I still just, I still don't quite buy it. So. Okay, good. Yeah. And a lot of that is because, like I said, I'm rejecting a lot of it. Right. Because I don't don't want to fit into it. They're about rejecting things anyway. Exactly. And of course, the, you know, quote stereotype I have in my head for you, you don't fall into a lot of it. So. What's that one? Um, this may not be kind, Ooh. but, uh, and I mean, Bring it. yeah, body shop. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, Lothario might be, what's a Lothario? Uh, like, I'm dumb. Uh, no, like a, uh, um, Le- lethargy. Co- no, no, lethargy? no, no, Lothario. I know. Um, oh, Lothario, not yeah. Lethario. Yeah. So, um, a, a guy who preys on people for sexual, you know, Whoa. Yeah, but that it's is not. The I know. I know. Most incorrect. I know. That's why I said it's not. Wow. It's not kind, and I don't believe it. Like I don't wow. think you. Wow. Let, let me look up the actual definition so I yes. can. Yes. Let, let me. All right. So a Lothario is a man. Oh man, I shouldn't have called you this in the first place. Oh wow. A man who retort. behaves selfishly and irresponsibly in yes, sexual I, relationships I, I, with oh, women. Oh, absolutely. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, think of like a 
uh, Hugh Grant type when he's playing the I bad boy. I have never seen a Hugh Grant movie. That okay. should have been uh, Maybe it's my your floppy fact. hair that... Uh, I, think of like a uh, an older. Uh, I know we are college professors, but think of a like a, a college professor who's like a wolf in sheep's clothing, going after the coeds. You know that kind of thing. Not that you. Uh, the one from uh, Rules of Attraction. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Not that you have that. Not that you cultivate that appearance. Uh, Although there's, but, you know, your your personal style is heading in that direction a little bit. I tend but. to go towards creepy villain. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. No, no problem admitting that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think, well, I don't know. This is yeah. a topic for another time, but right. I don't think you selfishly use women. Absolutely not. No. The, and this, it's been a long time since I have read it, though I have read Cliff Notes recently. I, in my mind, I have a very uh, Rannian'd, Take on relationships. Okay. Do you remember the, like uh, one of the pivotal scenes of uh, Atlas Shrugged? I never could get through that, so you'll have to tell me. Uh, it's it's when uh, Dagny Taggart, I think is her name. Dag- I know Dagny's her first name. The main character, this this very strong woman, she is like uh, sort of emotionally indebted to this old family friend who she has had sex with and they're sort of expecting to get married and they've okay. planned out, you know, that this is probably how our lives are going to end. But she's got this secret crush on on John Galt, the, the, the tragic hero figure of it. And not tragic. I may be deconstructing this wrong and just get torn apart. It's been a while. But essentially... Uh, she comes to a point where she has to make a decision and, you know, the, the friend of her youth is like, come on, you, you, you need to be with me. We have been together. We made this promise. And, uh, uh, John Galt is like, listen, honestly, I don't care. I'm selfish. I want you to come with me straight up. I'll tell you it. I'll tell you that. I think I'm better for you. I think I'm better than that dude. And you deserve to be with me. Yeah. But if you choose him, I don't care. If you choose me good, that's what I want. And that's how I view myself. I'm very blunt with women. I've never, probably maybe when I was younger, 17 or 18, I have never let a girl on to believe they have a chance to date me yeah. if they if they open up to me sexually. And I, I have to say that it was the notorious seducer aspect, uh-huh. not the unscrupulous part. Like I, I don't right. I, I don't, you know, believe that you, you know, lie about who you are. You're not a if you ever watch that show How I Met Your Mother, I don't think you're a Barney Stinson type. I've of, heard the I've heard the name, yeah. but I'm not that familiar. What was the part you said you were imagining more of? The um, notorious seducer of women. I mean, I like having <laughs> sex. Yeah. And I, I've never turned somebody down that I thought was attractive. Is that yeah. a bad? Is that something not- people do? Do people turn down sex? I'm, I'm curious about this because you also know, I don't know if you, you may or may not know this about me. Oh, you play poker with us. Of yeah. course you have to. I do not enjoy talking about sex. Right. Out loud. Right, which that is not honestly for me. that might now, be which, what's which, built up on. the mythology in my mind. Okay. You know. Let me make a caveat here. Okay. I enjoy joking about hypothetical sex. Right. But when people start sharing personal stories, right. I get very uncomfortable. Which that's super interesting because that has probably informed my image, you know. That I, you don't hear about the actual details, and so 
you start to fill in the blanks of what you suppose the stereotype. Hey, we're back to stereotypes. This yeah. is what the stereotype is, you know. Right. If it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, you know. But uh, you know, not that I thought that you were a duck. Yeah. But does that make sense? And now, and, and this is you know the obvious next step of this sort of conversation and topic. Yeah. To me, stereotypes themselves are not inherently bad. They're like they're like sidearms. Yes. You know, they can serve good, but they can do terrible, terrible things. Right. The when stereotypes become a problem is when people start withholding things or treating you different or. Or not allowing you to prejudice do things. against prejudice against, yeah. and then taking action towards that. Sure. So, you know, I could care less what most people think about me. But now that you said that, and I wonder how many other people I know, whether in a professional environment or a friendly environment, have filled in those gaps too, and have treated me differently because of that. Yeah. See, I would hope that I would say that I've never treated you differently. I don't care how you well, live that part well, of your life. But me and you are never going to be sexual partners because of our preference. So that you tell me live on the air here, God. All right. Anyway, so that 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 like argument is kind of moot. You would never yeah. have a reason to 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 treat me different. Although well, I think some people would treat. I uh, guess in some cases, like to the extreme, yeah. I wonder if people have never introduced me to to their sister. You had no problem introducing me to your sister, yeah. or your girlfriend, or sure. something like that. But now I'm wondering if they have. That's Based a good question. Because all off of this 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 fake perceived that's something that I would never have considered not doing like I don't care like you live your life you know right yeah which absolutely that's a good thing yeah so right I I might have a stereotype for you in my head but it doesn't affect how I've ever interacted with you right so so then is it really even a stereotype then or is that just the story you've made up about me that fills in the blanks right it's the the frog DNA of the dinosaurs if you will that's exactly it you know (laughs) Be careful, I might turn to you. You might switch genders all of a sudden, and then we're having a different discussion. We are. Oh, so. that's that's a future topic, too, my friend. <laughs> Believe it. Uh, anything else uh, on either of these topics you want to talk about, Paul? No, I think these were solid, creepy topics. So, <laughs> I'm Not creepy. No, not at I all. I don't no. feel creepy. They are things that people talk about that they want to know others talk about. You know, I'm I actually one last thing. I'm kind yeah. of curious. Do you have a stereotype for me? I talked about my own stereotype of myself. I would have said hipster without a doubt. But hipster okay. is so broad now. Yeah, you know, you're not a big city hipster. No, I would not say like you're Brooklyn. almost like one of those like a rural hipster now. <laughs> you make voyages to the big city to see see your bands a sure. lot, you know. But then yeah. you come back. You like the country. You said you've said in other ones. You go on drives. Oh yeah, the countryside. Yeah, uh, you know the way you dress. Yeah. But at the same time, I've never treated you any different. Oh, good. Now, if a uh, Nora Jones concert pops up and you haven't heard about it, of course I'm going to tell you about that. Oh, man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so Nora I, Jones. Wait, okay. I, I forget. I, I I can't tell if that's a joke or not. Is that not your girl that you listen to? Is that not your number Nico one? Nico Case. Nico Case. Why can I not I ever remember that? Yeah. <laughs> not that I've ever heard or listened to either of them. Right. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm Van Kelly for Paul Patrick. Thanks for joining us on Every Day I'm Different, guys. Have a good one. Take care.